Hello, friends, and thanks for joining us today for the Hillcrest Covenant Church podcast. This week's podcast is very unique. As we came together as a community to celebrate Christmas Eve, our guest speaker, Haley Howells, had us take a look more carefully at the Christmas story. Jesus didn't enter into this world simply to die. He came to experience life. Jesus came to know what it means to have human pain, joy, and hardship. Our God came to experience life, including the everyday and the mundane. Remember, you can watch our live stream that happens Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., or you can find us at hillcrestdecalb.com. Grace and peace. Thank you, worship team. So, Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. My name is Haley Howells, and I'm honored to be here tonight filling in for Pastor Jen. She texted me earlier this week when she found out that she'd tested positive for COVID and asked if I would quick be willing to fill in to lead this devotion time on Christmas Eve service. No pressure. <laughs> it's like the Super Bowl for church, you know? Just. <laughs> But, but honestly, you know, the more I thought about it, it's really not as much pressure as you might think because there's already so much energy around this service and the story really speaks for itself. So it's not, don't, don't feel too sorry for me. It, it wasn't hard to put together much thought for, for this message tonight. The last few weeks, if you've been with us, we've been um, celebrating the season of Advent. And so we've been talking about things like peace and hope and joy and love. And I think it's been especially um, beautiful to witness as a member of this church, the way that it's been really practical, as Shauna mentioned earlier, that those who are preaching these messages to us are experiencing gaps in all of those things that have been mentioned. And so there's something so um, beautiful to really see it played out of what it looks like to not just be able to have you know, the feel-good story and the positive report that we want, but to actually trust that there's something bigger that we can't always see. And so we've been able to see that in our church leadership. I'm wondering if any of you um, are familiar with the um, John Krasinski's Some Good News. It's something he started. It was this, um, a news outlet really just for good news. And he started posting videos when we first got isolated back in 2020 when everything was shut down. And there's another version kind of like it called the Good News Movement. And so this has like four and a half million followers on Instagram, okay? And the Good News Movement is a source of good news only, okay? Now, I have to take a quick second and just say, on a regular basis, I really don't like things that are just for good news or positive vibes only because I'm a family therapist and I think it's really important and a really big part of my job that I try to help people hold both, that things can be good and also there's sad stuff. And, and sometimes the vibe we have isn't positive and feel good and, and sometimes it's sad or depressing, or sometimes our vibe is just kind of meh, right? I have a lot of those just meh days. And so typically I don't like good vibes only, but for this particular exercise, and, and because so much of the news is already flooded with a lot of really tragic, heartbreaking stories, having something that's really focused on bringing good news and a really happy perspective is a warm welcome to my news feed. So as I was researching for this message, I was scrolling through some of the recent stories on the good news movement. And this, for those of you who aren't familiar, just to kind of give you a snapshot, I mean, it, it includes anything from like 
This um, World Cup athlete donated all of his earnings to the poor in his home country of Morocco. Okay, and they tell some stories. Um, there's this Dutch supermarket that created a special checkout lane for people who want to take extra time and talk to the cashier, and it's helping to combat loneliness. <laughs> I mean, isn't that great? Because there are those people. Let's just get them in their own lane. It's beautiful, right? <laughs> I mean, it, this stuff is, I mean, it's, it's families in the airport being reunited. Um, there was one of a baby who was given their first pair of glasses, and you see the video for the first time as this baby recognizes its parents, okay? And these are tearjerker videos. And I, if you can't tell, I'm a sucker for these videos. I mean, I will weep, you know, the first time I'm watching this, and then I just scroll on, okay? And so honestly, these stories are inspiring, but in reality, they don't change much, right? Like, it doesn't really change who I am. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm more inclined to take a little more time at the grocery store, be more patient with someone when they're taking more time, and, and maybe we're inspired to be a little more generous, but at the end of the day, these messages and these little feel-good moments are pretty short-lived, right? Um, it's not that often that a really big story comes along that truly changes anything. A story like the one that we're gathering for tonight. And so I'm going to read that story from um, the book of Luke, chapter 2, if you want to follow along or else just feel free to listen. So in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem to the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And Mary treasured up these things and pondered them into her heart. in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they'd been told. I just love hearing that story. That is a good story, and that's one that you can't scroll right past, right? This is where the tagline, come and see what God has done. And, and I love this story of all the people in this who, who we've been hearing about, who are parts of it, and some are on the fringe side, and some are key players, and the way that they stop what they're doing and come and see. 
And what is it that they find? And what do we find when we come and see what God has done? We find a God who came to live life among us, to learn and grow, to sit and eat, and to be with us in the everyday, mundane, meh parts of life. A God who came not just as a person, but as a baby, not in power and authority, but in humility and in peace. A God who included those who were usually left out, showing us what it means to value all persons, especially those in the margins. We find a God who called out greatness and empowered others to leave old ways and to live lives of radical love and generosity. When we come and see, we encounter a God who saw those who were hurting and who wept with them and who offered them hope. A God who forgave, who offered second and third and fourth chances and who transforms our hearts, not just our actions. And a God whose invitations to others changed identities and purpose. His presence changed everything. There's a theologian I follow on Instagram. Her name is Meredith Ann Miller. And she um, is really, she works to help parents know how to more, in a healthy and, and child appropriate way, teach your kids about theology and faith. And one of the things that she posts each year at Christmas, I, I just love, is she, she shares that when our kids ask us, why did Jesus come? That we shouldn't jump to the Easter story answer of, well, Jesus came to die. Because that's not all what it's about. And the Christmas story reminds us that Jesus came to be born and to live with us, to be a part of all of these everyday experiences, to comfort us, to befriend us, to, to be in our circumstances with us. And so let's not jump ahead, because it's Christmas Eve, and tonight we're reflecting and anticipating that tomorrow is the birth of our Lord Jesus. And his entrance, you can't just scroll past it, guys. It changes everything. And so this is what it is to have Emmanuel, that God is with us. It's not just his life after death, but it's his whole life that is a part of the story. And that is the best news ever. So come and see what God has done. What is he doing in your life? So Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this gift of your son to come and to, to live life with us. And will you help us just to see what that looks like in our own life? That as we leave here, that you would just help us to be connected and that you would reveal and make us aware of how are you already with us, wanting to be involved in the workings of our life and what that could look like for us to invite you even further into that space where we, we do life with you. And so we thank you for the gift of, of Jesus and not just of his death, but of his life, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen.